0: Research, history, archives, websites, films, audio and video recordings and recognition. Visit us at WIJSF.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva J.C.
1: When I think of you, incredible. All I know is you're a dream come true. Incredible. Every day and night, want to be with you. Incredible. In my heart, I love it so. I love it so brand new. Mm
2: -hmm. This is Dr. Diva JC, and we're here on Music Woman Radio. We've been doing this regularly since the pandemic. I'm locked in, and I need something to do. So today, I am bringing you another woman musician who works diligently to help other women musicians. Her name is Bree Noble, and she is with the Female Musician Academy and SEM Musician. So I'm going to open the mic.
3: Hey. Hi, Bree. <laughs> How are you?
2: Hello. I'm well. I'm good. And I was listening to your radio station, Women of Substance music podcast, and I joined the WOSpodcast.com, I think it is, because we've been here doing this work with women musicians since 1997, and in 2007, we incorporated and the nonprofit Women in Jazz South Florida. So... Before we dive into your company and your your mission, I would like to ask you, first of all, you are an instrumentalist, is that correct?
3: I'm actually a vocalist, but I also play keyboard.
2: Okay. And do you write your own song?
3: I do. Um I've I put out a few albums, and I write and co-write music. I'm not doing it as much these days because I'm spending so much time helping other musicians and lift, lifting up the music of other women, but I definitely am a songwriter. Okay. So
2: how old were you, or when, when did you first come to music as a child?
3: Oh, man, I think probably since the beginning, for sure. I used to sing along with the radio all the time and record myself with a tape recorder, which totally dates me. Um, But really, I was in a lot of church musicals growing up. But then finally, when I got into high school, I got really excited about music, was involved in a ton of different choirs, um, a barbershop, women's barbershop quartet, and I did a bunch of solo competitions, and that kind of got me excited about going further in music.
2: And so did you study music theory?
3: I did. So I went to college and I studied um, music with an emphasis in vocal performance, but we had to take two full years of music theory. So I definitely knew how to read music and, you know, all the requirements for being a, a music major.
2: Okay. And how many songs would you say you have composed?
3: Hmm. Um, I would say at least fifty. You know whether it's like composed it myself or co-written. Okay. And do
2: you have a publishing company?
3: I don't. I've always been self-published.
2: Well, do you have a? a what do you publish under?
3: Just my name. I don't have a. I don't have a publishing company name or anything. I'm, I'm a BMI artist,
2: so. Oh, you you are BMI. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, have you ever
3: traveled as a musician? Absolutely. So I did a lot of touring. Um, When my kids were little, I would tour all over California, and I would actually perform at a lot of mothers of preschoolers groups and women's groups and a lot of, like, women, uh, either Christian groups or, like, corporate groups. Uh, community groups, so I wasn't doing like the bar scene or anything, restaurants or anything. It was more about like civil groups and um, community groups and things like that, but I traveled all over California and some in Oregon.
2: Okay, and how many children do you have? What was that?
3: How
1: many children? How many children?
3: Oh, I I have two daughters. One is now 17, and the other one is 11, and I started, I put out my first professional album when my first daughter was three, so I've been doing this for a while, but I did a lot of the touring when they were little, because it was actually easier, I could bring them with me.
2: Right. Did you travel in in a vehicle?
3: Like Actually, I brought I brought my um, I brought my mom with me, so she was kind of like the resident babysitter, and we would just drive all over, and we stayed a lot in host homes or we'd stay in hotels, but um, and, and we stayed with friends and things because we had a lot of friends in California, and she would just take the kids to the park or you know when I was performing or we would they would stand in the back and she would teach them how to set up the merch table. So it was it was kind of fun. It was it was almost like a the family band kind of feeling, even though it was only me on stage.
2: That's wonderful. My daughter and I toured together. Uh well mm. we were in Europe. We did two tours in Europe and that was her song that played at the beginning of the show called Love oh. Me. Mhm.
3: Wow, so that's fun. How fun to be touring together. A lot together. of
2: performance. Yes, yes. Now she and her daughter perform together. Mm. Yeah, and they do spoken word and hip hop. You know, mm. but she and I do jazz meets hip hop. You know, so that's we so did cool. a generation. Yeah. yeah, I love how that's yeah, passed so down the
3: generations. Yes, yes.
2: Are your daughters musical?
3: Yeah, so my oldest daughter, the one who traveled with me most, she is going to be a senior in high school, and she's just found out that she'll be in the top choir at her high school next year. She's going to be in two different choirs, which is really fun for her. And then my youngest daughter is into musical theater. Okay.
2: Excellent. We to get Start singing some of your
1: songs. <laughs>
3: I, I do sometimes. I've done uh, duets with my older daughter before in church.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: Now, I don't want to just read through this, the page. I want you to tell us how you came in to be the founder of an organization that promotes women musicians. And, yeah.
3: Absolutely. So um, when I was touring as an artist, I I met a lot of other women. Um, And I I love to listen to music kind of by female independent artists like myself. And I love discovering new artists. And so when I was touring, I would meet a lot of them and, you know, we would maybe do a show together. And I, I just kept thinking, like, wow, people have all this amazing music, all these women, and I'm not hearing music from them. If I turn on the radio or SiriusXM or even if I you know, go on popular websites, I'm not finding their music, but it's so good. And so I decided that I wanted to really create a platform to lift them up and to let other people know how good their music is. And so when I first started, it was an online radio station and it was on Live 365, and the format was like a radio station where music is playing all the time, but I set it up such that independent artists were playing alongside of well-known artists. So you would have, you know, um, Cheryl Crow, and then you'd have an independent artist, and then you would have Etta James, and then you'd have an independent artist. You know, so I, had, I always had it very set up that it was all different genres because I think it's really interesting to – experience all different genres through the lens of all being women and so that was kind of how it all started and then as podcasting became more popular I kind of saw the writing on the wall that that was the direction I thought that things were going and so I decided to move it entirely into a podcast and at that point I was just highlighting the female artists because there's some royalty issues with highlighting any other music other than indie artists who've given me permission. So I now have a podcast. We have hit over 1,100 episodes. Um, We used to be five days a week. Now we're three days a week with one extra per month on a Sunday for Christian and inspirational music. And it's still going strong. I mean, it's an amazing platform to hear music by all kinds of genres of female artists. That is
2: Mendable. And uh, mm. I don't mean to, you know, compete. But I had over 300 podcasts with women with their original music. But I t- it was on Blog Talk Radio, which is where mm. we are now. Mm. And so I just downloaded them and started a new Series And I started this show back in 2008. And then by wow. 2014, I started uh, producing a compilation CD with 10 or 11 songs of women's music. And we have six physical CDs. And then we have one best of, which is digital only, on CD Baby, and what mm. my goal was to be the only source of a collection of women's music. But then there was Putamayo. Do you remember that? Putumayo? Uh, Did you ever get mm-mm. any of those mm. CDs? Well, they were beautiful, and it was all women performing, But and there'd be like four or five or six of them CDs, mm. And I I was getting them. I don't know how I I was getting them. But then I looked at them, and most of the music was written by men.
3: Uh
2: (laughs) And so I said, no, I must go forward. So our fourth CD, we submitted it for the Grammys, but we weren't nominated. You know, it was all women's music. But what I would love to do is send you the ones that I do have. So when we finish this show, I want to get your address so I can mail you. Did I send you the magazine? No. Okay. So I will send you a package with music on the magazine and with some of our compilation CDs. In the meantime, there was another woman who was hosting the show. Who is that?
3: Yes, Beth. So I hosted the show for the first, Beth, B-E-T-H. I hosted the show for the first thousand episodes. And now that I'm doing Mm. so much work with the Female Entrepreneur Musician podcast, which is a second podcast in my academy, I decided to pass the baton to her. She was starting to do the voiceovers and now she's just completely running the show um, just because it was just, you know, so much work. And I needed to expand my team. So she's doing a great job with it and she's, you know, she and I are constantly, I still help choose the music. So I'm, I'm still very involved in it. I just wanted to focus on some other things, and she was doing a great job with it. So I'm very happy that she's, she's handling it now. But, yeah, Beth Matthew is the new host of the show. Okay, great. Now tell
2: me about the Academy.
3: So the Academy, actually, we just hit our first five-year anniversary, which is crazy. So when I was working with all the women on Women of Substance Radio, a lot of them were coming to me with questions. You know, how do I get my music out there further? How do I promote my stuff? Um, How do I deal with copyright? You know, all those things. And so I realized that they had a lot of questions and that I could help them. And so I decided to start what I call the Female Musician Academy, But it really is uh, training in how to market yourself, market your music, and run your music career as a business like an entrepreneur would. And so I started that with my first 18 members in June 2015, and now we have over almost 170 members.
2: Great. That is amazing. Now, you're in California, is that correct?
3: I am. I am. But the, the academy is totally virtual. So we have people from, I mean, as far as Australia and New Zealand and, you know, all over Europe and we have someone in South Korea, you know, it's so great. And of course, the US and Canada and, and a lot of UK. So it's, it's so fantastic to have a community of women that are really serious about their music career and communing online and helping each other out. We have weekly calls where we get together on Zoom and answer questions and help each other and support each other. And it's only women. That's incredible.
2: Now, Mm -hmm. you know, I have built this membership that I have, and there are 367, 368 of us, and 62 Mm -hmm. are men that have supported us in one way Mm -hmm. or another. But he so said, that's 305 women that I can bring to your academy.
3: Oh, that's very cool.
2: And the reason why I would do that is because my doctorate is in business administration marketing, and mm. my doctoral dissertation was. Women in Jazz, Music Publishing, and Marketing. And I identified six keys to success, um, which I probably could tell you off the top of my head right now, but I'll send it to you (laughs) and you can see them. (laughs) But um, people have asked me to start a course. And to be Mm. honest, I teach speech. So right now I have eighty six students, and in the fall I'll have about one hundred and ten, and I'm wow. overwhelmed. You know, I can imagine. But if you've yeah, if you've already got the academic, have do you have literature connected, or it's just a online conversation?
3: Um, we have online courses, so there is you know, video training and uh, worksheets and all that stuff.
2: Okay. All right. So I'm going to share my dissertation with you because I think, and I do a lecture on the six Mm. keys to success. I'm very interested in doing it, but for me to develop the platform to do it is not where I am because I publish the magazine. And when you see the magazine, now it features mostly our members, and the membership is $60 a year, and it's tax Mm. deductible, and it includes a subscription to the magazine. However, I also feature women who are not members, you know. So Mm -hmm. anyway, I'm going to send you a package. But I want you to talk more about it the online courses and where do people ask them? How much you know, do they have to pay for the courses? And who are your instructors? Okay, so go.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. So, okay, I am mostly the instructor, but I will focus a lot on marketing and the business side. I have another coach. Her name is Tara Bruski. She is our booking coach. So she helps people with booking live events, and also now booking online events, helping people learning how to go live in this pandemic era. And um, so we've got courses on – I start everybody out with some goal setting and productivity, and then I take them through a whole five-stage framework for their marketing of, you know, they're getting their foundation, their website, their EPK, all that stuff set up, their social media. And then just taking them through how they start building their fan base in different stages. So it's all kind of laid out in a sequential way, in a step-by-step kind of way. And I teach everything from another section that we have in there is how to release your next album or EP, kind of all the steps that are involved in that so you don't miss anything important.
2: Okay, you should and we know have Oh,
3: I'm okay, I was gonna say we have those live calls every week as well, so we all kind of learn from each other as well, as far as me being the instructor most of the time, and Tara doing special things, we're all on the calls every week helping each other out, and you know I've had this experience, I've had this experience just kind of sharing, okay, now do you have a membership,
1: yeah, or it's a membership. Uh, do you so charge monthly... for the courses?
3: Yeah, it's a monthly membership, and you get access to all of that. So it's $59 a month.
2: Okay. All right. So in other words, if they want to go for three months, they pay $59 a month. Right. Okay. You don't require them to take a year at one time.
3: I do actually require that now. I didn't used to when I started, but at this point, in order to attract people that are really serious and committed, I do ask them to commit for a year, but they can pay monthly.
2: Good. Okay. Now, um, the website. Tell us the website.
3: So the best place to go, um, because the academy is not always open, but if you take my class, then you'll be able to hear more about the Academy. And I have this amazing free class. It's at musiciansprofitpath.com. It kind of shows you my whole framework of the five stages of your music career growth. So musiciansprofitpath.com.
2: Now, do you mind if I post that? Nope,
3: not at all. Please do.
2: Okay, I'm writing it down so that I'll remember. And I'll put it on the show page, too. Great. Okay, well, you know, I would like to talk to you off-air more because I have a lot of members in California, but I have members Hmm. in 14 countries and 22 states. So I think that this is – do you know Women in Music in New York?
3: Yeah, I am a member of Women in Music.
2: Uh-huh. Okay, I'm a member of the Miami okay. branch. Okay. So listen, I'm going to play a tune by Sharon Marie Klein. She is she's living in uh Venice. Venice East it? Venice, California. Mhm. And this is called This Is Where I Wanna Be. And then I would love to talk to you. So I will text you my telephone number and then you can give me a call at your convenience. Okay? Great.
3: Awesome. Thank it's been you. so great to talk to you.
2: Thank you for the work that you do. And I am sh- sure that we can collaborate. Okay?
3: Absolutely. So
2: this is what I wanted
0: to
2: you. Thank you so much, Bree Mobile from Fem Music, Fem Musician and Female Musician Academy, Women of Substance Radio, and the Female Entrepreneur Musician. Thank you, Bree.
3: Thank you.
1: Two of us, the quiet sea.
0: W-I-J-S-F dot com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally,